I'm Anna. And I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian Podcast. Hello and welcome to That Christian Podcast. I always do that after the intro. We're filming, we're not filming, we're recording today on Tuesday morning, so we're a little bit later coming out than usual, but you'll get us today. Yeah, we um, had a bit of a busy day yesterday and it didn't quite happen, but anyway, how are you doing, Anna? Well, I had a bit of a drama last night at three in the morning. Well, what happened? I thought someone was in our garden. So all I could hear was, I could hear this noise and it was, sounded like someone was like digging to Australia in our garden. I'm not joking. Like, it was bizarre. But last week our fence had fallen down as well. So I was just a bit like, what is going on? And I was like, is it Samson? Like, he doesn't, he just sleeps all night. Like, he doesn't make (laughs) much drama. That's a dog. And so I went down. And it was Samson. He'd been digging at the floor for like 20 what? minutes. I don't know what he was doing. He just, as soon as I came to the door, he ran over with a burger, and like a toy burger in his mouth. What do you mean by digging on the floor? Just like with his paws, just like scratching. Like that. Was the floor okay? Well, I think it was the mat, the ah, mat out okay. to the back door. And I don't know if there was maybe some food in the mat or something, like a sp- or spilt so food. So at three in the morning, <laughs> it was going on for ages. Like, I was honestly worried someone was broken in, but it was Samson. So I went, I went down and he come, just runs to the door all innocent with this little <laughs> toy burger in his mouth. And like, Samson, it's three in the morning. And totters into me, comes, at, like, just collapses into me for a cuddle and was just all cute. He just wanted, <laughs> he just wanted a cuddle, I think. So cute. How are you? Um... Just love Samson. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, How's your PhD been going? It's been going well. I'm pretty much done my first chapter. I need to like finish a few things, but that was like a good milestone. Um, but yeah, it's going well. Just yeah, plodding along. Plodding along. Plodding along. On the job. Well, what? When did Lent start? Lent started last week, did it? Pancake day. Yeah, and then there's Ash Wednesday, and Ash Wednesday is when Lent starts. So what is Pancake Day a Monday? No, Pancake no. Day is Tuesday. Did you do anything for Pancake Day? Um, no. No, I didn't. Well, the next day, actually, I had pancakes the following day. Uh, Me and my mum went for a massage and then we went out for crepes. No. And we went to a lovely little authentic... Well, it was, I don't think it's authentic, but it was a French cafe anyway. It felt kind of authentic. And we got French crepes. And okay. mine had... Morello cherries in it or something and pistachio sauce Cornish ice cream. That's very nice. Really good. We went to Mackey's ice cream parlour in Aberdeen. If you live in Aberdeen and you've not been to Mackey's ice cream parlour, it's in the Marshall Square and it is so, so good. But they had this deal that was like two for one pancakes. So the pancakes were like six, or it was crepes, sorry. They were like six pounds for two of them and they were so good. Like, oh, we love it there. Really? Mm. Oh, so nice. Mackey's is a good addition to Aberdeen. It is. Well, it's just because, I mean, you get it anywhere, but I feel like, well, our grandpa, he went to school with, what was the name? I can't remember. Maitland Mackey. Ma- Ma- Maitland Mackey. There's yeah. a lot. They all have interesting names. Maitland. So grandpa went to school with Maitland Mackey, who was either the son of Mackey's or started up Mackey's. The son of. The son of Mackey's. But anyway, it's really nice ice cream and it's better than what you get in the shops, I think, because it's like 
you get all your different flavours and their mm. crepes and waffles are so nice and they do all these different toppings and it's just like a really nice place. Though they did this like, me and mum had gone to an ice cream tasting session there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you must be thinking, <laughs> Anna and her mum go to really <laughs> weird things. Um, we went to an ice cream tasting session there and one of the ice creams they had was haggis ice cream. So I think, was it haggis? Oh, what was it? It was, or was it just haggis flavoured? But it was very weird, mm-hmm. very strange. Yeah, they've got a lot of interesting ones. Like, I had um, banoffee ice cream. That's quite, like, like that sounds quite good, though. Yeah, but they have, like, I mean, like, they've got, like, interesting flavours. Yeah. Um, not just, like, your standards. They have, like, jam, what is it, like, jam oh, and buttery. toast or something. They've got buttery ice cream. Yeah, they've just got a lot of good stuff. And they did at one point. But yeah, I recommend. And in summer, you can sit outside, and it's just, like, you can sit outside in the square, so it's kind of sheltered. Oh, so nice. So, talking of ice creams in Aberdeen when it comes to summer, I think I prefer Forest Farm Dairy. Oh, it is so good. That, it's different. I think, yeah. Because, like, Mackey's, you get your, like waffles and everything whereas forest farm just have really really good oh. i can't say is it galetto galetto but there it's so nice because they've got those little pod things yeah so they're like heated pods that you can sit in that's a good spot and then well i don't know if the trees are still down but there's a walk kirkhill mm-hmm. forest nearby oh. so that's a nice that's a nice little um fun day trip if anyone's in Aberdeen and looking for something to do on a Saturday. But equally, it's okay if you just want to get ice cream and don't want to go for the walk. <laughs> that is also fine. I do recommend a walk. Mm. You know, I'm an advocate of walking. Oh, so, sorry, we're getting quite <laughs> off. We've got all the chats team. Another funny thing is, I was at antenatal class yesterday. Mm-hmm. And do you know that the NHS only recommend 20, or like they say you should, when you're pregnant, you should be doing 20 minutes of exercise a day. 150 minutes of exercise a week, that is. That's probably what I do. Oh. <laughs> no, I definitely do more than that. But I was thinking that's just a walk around the supermarket. Yeah. Anna, you're not most people. I just love walking. I don't know why anyone wouldn't love walking. Like my dear sister Zoe. Mm, why would anyone not? We should do like a poll on Instagram to find out who is more an Anna and who is more a Zoe when it comes to walking. Zoe doesn't understand the purpose in walking. It's to get from a point to another point. Although the one walk I love is Benahi. And we're talking about all the summer activities. Today. I know. I think we're just getting <laughs> summer ready. But I think that actually I'm right. I think that no one's right. Sorry. No. I'm right because being out walking allows us to explore God's creation and appreciate God's goodness. But I can explore God's creation through admiring how nice I've made my house. Like, I sit in my living room and think, oh, haven't I just done this so nicely? And that's, that's God's creation. You just said, haven't I just done this so nicely? Yeah, but God's created me and I can make, so I like sitting in my house because it makes me feel like, oh, it's a nice place to be. Okay, that's questionable. I still think I'm right. But on that long-winded note, we thought today, I mean, I know we're about a week late, but we thought we would chat about Lent. And, like, I feel like we do Lent from the age of school and we're told to, like, give up chocolate for Have you given up anything this Lent? I've given up being a loser. (laughs) I'm only a winner. (laughs) Matthew and I decided to give up each other. Like Anna's husband. I'm joking. That that sounds really weird. 
Sorry, we should have deleted that out of there, but no, I've not given up anything for Lent. Actually, I've given up alcohol, <laughs> cream cheese. Oh, you're pregnant. Yeah, okay. Have you given up anything for um, Lent? No, I actually haven't. Um, It's not, yeah. You quite often give something up, don't you? No. No? No, not really. Um, I tend to get like a wee devotional or something. I've not done that this year. But, I mean, it's not too late to start. I maybe so. It kind of snuck up on me. I think usually, I feel like usually Lent starts in March. Yes, and that's why it throws you off. Because it started quite early in Fe- February's so short anyway. Yeah. And it did start really early for February. Yeah, so I feel like I was just, what? It's here. So yeah, I never really thought about it. And then I don't like mm-hmm. to do things in like, a, oh, I better give something up or I better do something. But I might like, I might start. Try do the same as we did in dry January. <laughs> did you? Oh, you did a bit of damp January in the end, did yeah, you? Yeah, it lasted sixteen days. I did dry damp, dry January for. See, I think the only thing that like I think with Len, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't really give up things. I think at the moment I need chocolate in my life <laughs> to get me through the meltdowns. Well, I don't need it, but yeah. But that, that, I suppose that would be a really good thing for me to give up this Lent because I've been maybe relying on chocolate a lot to You're get pregnant. me through. It's interesting how chocolate's such a go-to one. Yeah, but I do eat like a bag of chocolate on the daily. Mm. Um, should we chat a bit about like the history of Lent? Yeah, Cause so I tell me about it. So I'm reading off Wikipedia, by the way, just to be <laughs> transparent here. Um, so Lent is... Wikipedia says the solemn Christian religious observance. Basically, Lent is something that's practiced the 40 days leading up to Easter. Um, So it's kind of based off of, it's not actually in the Bible observing Lent, but it started in like the year 300-ish. I think it was 325 AD, Yeah, if you knew your facts. So if you know your um, theology, it was kind of, begun or like made a thing at the council of nicaea um but yeah so it's the 40 days it's based on the 40 days that jesus um spent fasting and even before that you've got 40 days where elijah is fasting and 40 days where moses goes up into the mountains to spend time with god so the 40 days comes from those kind of um chunks of time that um sort of big names in the bible mm-hmm. um spend fasting and the point of like christian heroes christian heroes we're all christian heroes. <laughs> um but yeah it's kind of based on that so the point is that you spend time fasting reflecting on um god and what god's done and it's like the sort of mourning period before the celebration of easter when jesus rises again um so it's mostly a kind of catholic tradition like catholics oh, right, okay. orthodox um, Lutherans, Methodists, Anglicans take it very seriously, whereas your more sort of reformed Presbyterian um, type churches, Baptists, whatever else, um, they don't tend to observe it so strongly. Will it um, be more of just like either like ref- think about reflections leading up to like Easter or been giving up in some... our church? No, yeah. has it? I don't think. I so. I don't think so. Um, whereas, like, I don't know. I think it would have been mentioned in Church of Scotland, but not necessarily like practiced so much. Yeah, I suppose probably 
a lot of churches would probably do like a sermon online yeah. before lead up, like to get you thinking about yeah. the period before Easter or whatever. Yeah, sort of preparation rather than an actual um, liturgical thing. It's not a solemn, like it's not a solemn. It's not necessarily taken seriously, I guess. Yeah, or like not not seriously, but just no. not not to the same depth. Yeah. Yeah, See, yeah. But I think like the fastings obviously where giving up something comes from. Um, so like traditionally you'd have periods of fasting during Lent, but then people have taken that and it's gradually become like, oh, what right. are you giving up okay. for Lent? Which is interesting because like it's become such a normal part of culture, hasn't it? Like the sort yeah. of what are you giving up for Lent? Well, I do remember doing it in primary school. I don't. I do, and I suppose. That's, yeah, I, I suppose it probably depends now because schools are a lot, I feel like schools are a lot different now from when even we were in primary school. Yeah. Like we used to sing hymns in assembly and yeah. things, which I don't know if you would do anymore. I, I feel like I probably not. The idea of giving up something as well would maybe be less, like when the background of it is fasting, that might be yeah. discouraged a bit more. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting, like, so let's start with like the Christian side of things and like where it's at now. Like, what are your thoughts? I feel like, although it's not actually, like, a biblical... It's not, like, the Passover in the Bible, Mm -hmm. which is actually a little bit different. That's coming up soon. But um, I actually had the privilege of going to a Passover meal from Messianic Jews. So Jews that believe in Jesus and that Jesus was the son of God. And it was actually really... I found it really powerful and really helpful and very Mm -hmm. biblical. But anyway, that's a difference. Um, We can chat about that next week. (laughs) With Lent, no, it feels like, although it wasn't a, it's not something that's like in the Bible to do, like the Passover meal was for Jews, it feels like it's sort of still rooted in biblical principles. So I feel like it's not an essential, like Lent, it's not like an essential thing to like give up something or to sort of pay special attention to these 40 days. Mm-hmm. However, it could actually be very helpful and could benefit your faith and help you sort of either engage with God in a different way or think about God more I guess the purpose of like giving up food is that dependence on God like that's with fasting Mm -hmm. and fasting spoken a lot in the Bible so I don't think I don't think it's essential but I don't think it's a bad thing to do either if you feel that you want to but I think like for the Christian side of it anyway and I guess we can move on to like people who aren't Christians participating in Lent. But I think with the Christian side anyways, there's so much importance of actually focusing on God with it. Because I think a lot of Christians do the kind of, oh, I'm giving this up. But maybe, a lot do. But I I mean, I'm saying this because I'm probably done this before yeah. like giving up something for Lent but not actually used it to get closer to God it's like a wee challenge yeah rather than like a I am doing this so that like my dependence is on God rather than on yeah. chocolate or whatever else um, and I think probably one thing that is really helpful that you'd mentioned about is like devotionals during Lent because actually it's a good I guess it's a good time like Okay, forty days. That's quite. A, if you if you don't do regular devotionals and things, to actually say, okay, let's give it a bash for forty days. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on like that's probably actually like spending forty days doing a devotional every morning or night is probably much more helpful than just giving up chocolate for a wee yeah. challenge. Well, that's how I feel with it because I wouldn't. I don't do devotionals like all through the year, mm-hmm. so I actually find like like I um did like some bible readings over this week and I've actually found that I find it much more beneficial when it's not a habit that I do every single and that's just me 
that is like for yeah. other people that's not necessarily the same but I actually find I really engage with scripture um or like a wee devotional or whatever more for like a short short period of time if right. that makes sense like and then gives you like a focus or a theme to sort of think about is it yeah not even that even like yes to an extent but also it's like I am doing this not as just part of my routine but because I want to engage with God Mm. like at the moment I've not done like a proper devotion at the moment I was just kind of doing readings and stuff um but yeah and you were saying that the bible app is a really good way if you want to try Mm. devotionals yeah because there's so if you go onto the bible app and then if you click discover and then type in Lent, I typed in Lyft by accident and got some other stuff. But if you type in Lent, they've actually got so many options. They've got some really accessible ones that are just like five days or nine days, and 10 days. And they've got other ones that are the whole 40 days or even more. And right. they're so varied. Like there's a tier fund one um, and there's ones by different authors, um, like Lent through African Eyes, um, Experiencing Jesus Together Through Lent, um, just like that kind of all free they're generally quite short the bible devotionals bible app devotionals really short and accessible but and they kind of go as deep as you want them to you can get samples before you start um but yeah that can be a really good way to just engage with god before easter and just really prepare your hearts for what for thinking about easter and what jesus did for us and one thing zoe you just touched upon as well you said if people aren't Christians, should they participate in Lent? What's your thoughts on that? Because I really have no idea. I'm not sure either, which I guess, like, my initial thing would be, yeah, because why not? Like, it has mm-hmm. become so, like, normal and, like... A culture thing. A culture, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's, yes, but use it as an opportunity. Maybe not necessarily if you don't want to think about, like... Um, religion but use it as an opportunity to at least like think about priorities in your life yeah and reflect on what's important to you through like use like do the same thing don't just make it a challenge but actually use it to benefit your life and well-being and make it meaningful Yeah, yeah I suppose make it meaningful and I guess as well like I think we'd spoken about something else kind of similar like use these opportunities to actually think about your life and if you want to think about faith as well because yeah well I would 10 out of 10 recommend thinking about faith because well I just know how how big a thing it is in our life and Mm -hmm. how it really has changed the way we completely live every day Mm -hmm. and our outlook on life and everything Mm -hmm. and it's really important but you know I think regardless of if you're a Christian or not actually giving up something in Lent and thinking about what god means to you even if that's like nothing yeah like it's actually still important to spend times in your life reflecting on what you believe why you believe yeah. it and as a result you'll just become stronger in what you believe um you're more eloquent than me with that yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> what I was trying to say. but yeah it's yeah it's just a good time to reflect on life and yeah so like you said kind of make it meaningful um and it's only 40 days which isn't you know, spending your whole year committing to something. Something else that just came to my mind is in Matthew 6, chapter... No, Matthew chapter 6, verse 16 to 18, it says, When you fast, do do not look sombre as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. 
but when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And I think that's probably quite a good point to make it in Lent as well. Like, actually, it's not a time to be like, I'm doing Lent, I'm fasting, I'm yeah. fasting through the day or whatever. Like, that's fine if that's what you're doing, but the Bible does make it very clear that if you're doing fasting, this is a time between you and God mm. and your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess that comes into Lent as well. And I suppose like there's nothing wrong with saying, oh yeah, I'm doing Lent. <laughs> but yeah. I'm giving up chocolate for Lent. But it's the motives, isn't it? Like you don't necessarily need to tell everyone and everyone if it's between you and God. And I guess that comes back to thinking about the purpose of Lent again, like we spoke about it's mm-hmm. like you don't just do fasting for a wee bit of a challenge. Well, some people do, but yeah. um yeah, I guess if you're doing it... The spiritual reasons aren't for a challenge. Like, the biblical reasons yes. aren't a challenge. Yeah, um, so it's quite different. Yeah. So are there any Bible verses that you can think of when we're chatting about Lent? Yeah, so um, two passages that I think kind of sum up what we've been speaking about and just the kind of motivation for Lent. Um, 1 Peter 5 verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's almighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. And then Psalm 42, verse 2. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where can I go to meet with God? And that second one particularly, I guess, Len, Mm. is a time where we can really focus on God. Um, Do you know what? I've been challenged to actually do more for Len, not necessarily giving up something, but just to prepare myself for Easter. And as you said, it's not too late to start. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening on this Tuesday morning or whenever you're listening. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.